0: He's a good God. He's doing good things. Amen? Anybody had anything good happen? He's got to hang around God. Because only good things happen around God. Amen? You've know, you got up people out there that think bad things happen, but that's not true. God's doing good things. He's good, and He does good. Isn't that what the psalm says? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Let's open up our Bibles tonight to... Psalm 23. We'll start there. Let's uh let's encourage ourselves tonight. Let's encourage ourselves in the faith tonight and uh, believe God together to uh come up. Come up where you know where Kevin was talking about sometimes you can get get in a ditch and you can start uh, thinking wrong and seeing wrong and hearing wrong and and the Lord's got a better way. Amen. The Lord has answers he's got he, he not only gives you faith but he gives you encouragement for your faith amen and, and if we'll stay in the word if we'll stay close to him if we'll stay in faith in what he's telling us in what he's giving us then we'll come up higher and higher but we don't want to shrink back you never want to shrink back in the faith amen you know a lot of people say well you know if i don't do something because of this covid and wear a mask stop that right. <laughs> That has nothing to do with faith. It's you know you could be hurting somebody else. You don't know that. You know we need we need to focus on what's true. We need to focus on love. If we always keep one hand on love, do things the way love would do them concerning others all the time, then we'll never miss it. Amen. You can't miss it loving somebody. Amen. And so because selfishness is not love. <laughs> Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that, so we don't have to go anywhere, any further with it, okay? All right. But, you know, I would encourage people, you know, if you have a symptom, stay home. Stay home for a couple of days, get rid of it, amen? You know, we used to have somebody at a different church completely that we went to, and they would always bring their kids when they didn't feel good. And say, well, we don't want to not be in faith. I'm like, well, what about all the other people? We hope they're in faith too around your sick kids. Right? Yeah. So sometimes you do stuff for other people. It's not about your faith. You you can still be in faith and get them well at home, right? Amen. You can get well a lot of other places. Amen. We're we're going to be led, right? Amen. Psalm twenty three, verse one. The Lord is my shepherd. Is the Lord your shepherd? Because if he's not your shepherd, you can just stop right there. But if he is our shepherd, everything that we're about to read after that is ours. Amen? Everything. It's, it, the very next sentence says, I shall not want. If, if, if he says you shall not want, if you're, and that's not just talking about financial. You know, a lot of people look at that in financial. That's anything you're lacking. If you're lacking peace. He's your shepherd. He's got it. If you're lacking joy, He's your shepherd. You got it. If you're lacking health, yeah. if, you, if you're in want of health, He's got healing. Yeah. There, there's, we, don't, we don't have to be sick. We don't have to be broke. We don't have to be in turmoil. We don't have, we, if you need deliverance from something, He's got deliverance. Guess what? You don't have to spend a, a, an eight-week course and six times people yelling and spitting at you. You just could be delivered. It's kind of cool that way. you just gonna be just be delivered, right? Don't have to don't have to go through a bunch of uh, exorcisms or whatever they call them, right? Interventions. You can just be delivered. We have a good God, and He says if you're if 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 He's your shepherd, if He's our Lord, then we do not have to be in want in any area of our life. And it's important that we grab hold of that because the things the things that we allow ourselves to want, we're, ju- we're just doing without. Not And it's not because your father doesn't want you to have them. You're just doing without. And so there's no reason for us to do without. How many this year wouldn't want somebody on Thanksgiving to go without? And if you knew it, you'd probably take care of it, wouldn't you? Yep. Well, he's gooder than we are. Right? He's he's much gooder than we are. When when He sees something like that, He he wants to fix it more than we do. God wants you well more than you want to be well. Amen? Amen. Amen? As bad as you could ever feel, and you say, man, you're laying in bed and you feel horrible, and man, I just wish I was well. He still wants you more. He wants you well so much that He provided it in advance. We used to, we used to give away a series that Miss Gloria taught. It was called God Wants You Well. Awesome series. They've renamed it. I forget what's named now. They've actually renamed it. It's still available, I think. But we gave it to anybody who'd listen to it. Because, you know, people say that they know that, but we need to hear it on a constant basis. Because we, we tend, we tend to hear it and then while we're okay, we, we, we forget it. Anybody, anybody, ever forget to study healing when you're well huh yeah I, i'm guilty huh you, you you feel good so but guess what you need that healing word in you all the time amen that's kind of it's kind of like eating candy bars all the time eventually you're going to come to a place where you need something else steak and potatoes right maybe some green stuff right and so you're going to come to a place where you need to refill. And so what, what's, what's a better way to do it is to always be in faith, always be seeking God, always be full of the healing Word of God. Because, you know, somebody asked me years ago in Bible study, he said, every time you teach Bible study, you talk about faith and healing. And I said, you know, you're right. And he said, why is that? And I said, I think it's because we're all are going to need that, both those things, all our lives. All our lives, we're going to need faith and we're going to need healing. Amen? And and you know, Brother Moore said it one time, if, you, if you're looking at healing, you're looking at something very close to the heart of God anyway. He's, the Master spent his whole ministry healing people. Going about do, doing good and healing. And that's what he did. And that is... That makes healing very important. So if you're in want tonight in something in your body, if you're lacking any area in your body, in your mind, in your soul, you don't have to lack that anymore. The Lord's your shepherd. You do not have to want. Amen? Keep reading the the psalm. Verse 2. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Sounds like he's got peace. Amen? Sounds like God's got peace. And, and you know, these are things that, that, these are, this is our Father God. And, and, you know, we're coming up on Thanksgiving, and we'll actually go to the next verse. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the this, this This whole psalm is based in now. Psalm twenty three is not I know it's read at funerals a lot, but it's not for the hereafter. And it's not for the past. That's what we're living in. He's your shepherd now, you shall not want. If you're lacking peace, he's got it. He'll put you beside the still waters in the green grass. And it doesn't matter that we're walking through the shadow of the valley of death, or the valley of the shadow of death. We don't have to be in fear. We don't have to fear. Our good Father has given us the ability to walk in this earth and not fear, to walk in this earth, have peace, have joy, have love. We can walk in it with everything going on right now. Everything going on. If you watch the news for just 10 minutes, right? Your heart rate will go up, right? Your blood pressure's higher. You're wondering how everybody's going to make it. Why? Because they're full of bad news. God's not full of bad news, right? He, you know, people say, "Well, what if I get this? What if I get it? What if I get it?" He, He still heals. Yeah. You were healed before you got it. You're healed while you got it. You're healed after. You still claim healing. You know, when some when when something gets over on you, you don't stop claiming your health. You know, you don't say, "Well, I guess I missed it." I thought God would keep me healthy. He will keep you healthy. Keep believing. He'll pull you right out of it. Right? Well, the devil's plan doesn't have to happen. Amen? We never never have to give in to the devil's plan. Ever. No matter how far it gets, there's never a time where we say, I guess I've missed it too much. I'll just go ahead and give in. They said I'm sick. I'm sick. You know what? You don't have to claim sickness. You don't have to claim disease. You claim health. Right? You claim, we claim health every day of our life. Every day of our life we'll be strong. Every day of our life we'll be healed. Every day of our life. And it doesn't matter how you feel. You still claim it. Because it's a promise of God. And if you're lacking it, you don't have to want it. Amen? Amen? We don't have to be in want about those things. What verse were we on? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because he's with us. He's holding our hand. You know what? If, if God's with you, it's like it's better than if you when your dad was with you when you were young. Remember when your dad was with you and you'd reach up and hold his hand, man, you nothing could hurt you because dad. It's God. He, he, he made your dad. Right? And he's with you. He's with you and He's helping you and He's taking care of you and and His rod and His staff, what's He going to do? He's going to keep you where you need to be. He's not going to let you where you don't need to be. If if we'll follow Him, He'll keep us right where we need to be all the time. He'll keep us in the right place at the right time doing the right thing so that all these things that the devil would like to happen can't. Amen? Because why? Because it's it's just like a shepherd. You know, he's got the sheep. As long as he's keeping them all where they can, no wolf getting them. Right? So we don't have to wonder if the wolf's going to get us if we're following our shepherd. Amen? Verse 5. He, he prepares a table. God prepares a big meal. Right? Right here, right now. In the presence of your enemies, in the presence of everybody that wants you to fail, every, every, the, the devil and anything that's ever come against you, there's a table sitting right here. And everything. the devil says, you get sickness, you reach on the table and you take a big helping of healing. Amen? He says, he says oh, there's so much turmoil, so much strife. You reach over to the table and get two spoonfuls of peace. And, and it's all at the table. It's right there, right now. You can say, well, but yeah, look at all the enemies around me. Don't look at the enemies, look at the table. Right? right. right. And get you one of those big plates. Good. Right? One of those great big plates. Do yeah. you guys got, you know those restaurants that you go to and they give you a big old plate like this? And then they put your potatoes in the middle and stack your meat on top and put a couple of little funny looking things on top of that. And then they drizzle all across it to make it look like your plate's full. That ain't a full plate. That's a frou-frou plate. Right? If I don't want my plate to look pretty. I want it to taste good. And I want it to be full of everything that I want on it. Amen? When you go to Thanksgiving dinner this year, you're going you're gonna to walk up here and you take just a little bit of dressing, and a little bitty piece of turkey, put them all in the middle, and then drizzle <laughs> gravy all over your plate. So, No! You're going to fill up. Amen? You might even have to get some sideboards and put it on the side plates. <laughs> or you can stack it up. Right? You ever done that where you put your roll over here so you can put your next piece of meat next to it so it won't fall off so you can carry it to wherever you're going Right? I've done it. I know how it works. Amen? That's what we need to do at God's table. Everything is there to to provided to meet any want you could ever have and any desire you would ever have. And and, and healing is at that table. Amen. Victory is at that table. Amen? Amen? And, and he said, I'm putting it right here, right now. All you have to do is boldly pull up to the table. Right? You know, if I went to my dad's house, which we're not doing this year, but if I went there and I sat back... And I, and I said, well, you know, I, I don't want to just get up there to get food, you know. I, I don't want to be so bold to think that I should be up to the table. You know, who am I? I'm just your son, and I probably haven't even been good enough to call that. And No, my dad would smack me in the back. Actually, he'd flip me. That really hurts. He'd flip me in the back of the head and right at the ear. He'd say, get up there and get some food. And don't you think that's what God's saying when His people are saying, but I just haven't been good enough. I, I haven't done the right things you know, the, the the scripture says you're saved by grace through faith Amen. not by works Amen. lest any man could boast yes. the word saved means healed it means delivered it means prospered right anything anything in the word salvation is everything that's at the table right everything you could ever want is in the word salvation and so, if, if you want to think about it this way, you can't work for healing. You're healed by, by grace through faith, not of works, lest any man can boast. It's nothing you're doing, right? The faith that you use to believe, to receive, is the faith He gave you. Amen? So the faith He gave you to reach into His grace and grab out your healing was His. But He gave it to us anyway. And it's at the table. Amen? And by faith, if we'll boldly pull up to the table. Boldly pull up to the table. Say, pass me the healing. Give me some peace. I'll have some of that joy. Yeah, I want a lot of love. Come. Get it all. Get it all and take a doggy bag home. And you can come to that table every day. You don't have to wait till Thanksgiving. Every day of the week, healing is part of the table. It's, it's in the salvation. He, he, he forever lives to make intercession for us. He is always setting the table. Amen? Look at, look at Hebrews. Whew! Lord's helping us. Hebrews says in verse, or chapter 7, verse 25... It says, wherefore, he is able also to save, same word, heal, deliver, Amen. prosper, them to the uttermost that come, uh, to, that come unto God. And that word come means to draw near. and It's the same word that's in Hebrews 11:6 6 that says those that come unto God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him it it's the same kind of that's getting to him is the key to this that that's what that's what the people knew when they were going when they were desiring healing and the, you read about Jesus and you read about the the woman that her daughter was sick and and she came to him and she said Jesus my daughter's vexed with the spirit right she said and and he said and the disciples said, send her away. Send her away. Right? She's she's not supposed to have this. And Jesus actually said, it's not right to take the children's bread. Oh, I guess the children's bread's at the table. Right? right. Healing is the children's bread. Amen? It's at the table. But Jesus said, it's not right to take children's bread and, and give it unto dogs. And he calls her a dog. And, of course, that would offend most people enough. I mean... I've said things that I didn't even mean that offended people. Right? Joking around. Yeah. And they got offended. They're right. yeah. like, wow. What if Jesus would have called them a dog? They might not even be saved right now. Right? <laughs> but, but, you know, faith that knows what it can have is persistent. It won't quit. And it's not just about not being offended. She wasn't going to quit no matter what he, Unless he said yes, she wasn't quitting. Amen? Faith that receives is persistent. It doesn't quit. It doesn't roll over. It does, she was there to get something. She wasn't there trying to get a healing. She was going to receive a healing for her daughter. See, we don't need to be trying to get something from God. We need to go to get it. Right? That'd be like coming up to the table and saying, man, I sure would like some of them potatoes. Man, that healing looks good. Victory. Looks nice. You might try to get me some of that. If you're trying, you ain't never get any. Amen. But if you go to get it with all boldness, you step right up to the table and you say, I'm getting some of that healing. I'm taking some victory and I'm taking it with me right now. Amen? And you refuse to quit until it's on your plate and in you. Amen? And and you don't be sidetracked by what ifs and what abouts. What ifs and what abouts are the devil's, they are his excuses for not having something God already paid for us to have. You know, we have people, well, what if God doesn't want to heal me? Well, God already healed you, so if He didn't want to, He's too late. (laughs) Right? Yeah, so it the, the question doesn't even make sense. It's too late. What if He didn't want to save you? It's too late. He already paid the price. The only thing that can stop us from being saved and being healed is us. Right? But if we be like this mom who, who refuses not to have what she knows God has. And that's the key to it. you got to know He has it. He has healing. He has life, and He has it in abundance. And He has it in such a way that that it's ready for you at any time to just just jump in and get all you need for that moment. Amen? Amen. And and, and the questions, the the what-ifs and the uh, experiences, you know, I saw this and I saw that, or even I don't feel it. I don't feel it is not faith. Right? I was listening to Brother Hagen tell a story about, I don't know how old he was, but he woke up one morning, and I think it said the left half of his face or right half of his face was completely numb. And he couldn't feel it. You He couldn't feel his face. And so he went to a pastor, and he said, you know, I'll just have him pray for me, and I'll be healed. Now, Brother Hagin, if we've, if we've talked about anything, he's matter of fact about the Word of God. I should say matter of truth about the Word of God. And so he goes and he gets prayed. And he, after he gets prayed for it, he raises his hand. He said, Thank you, Lord. I believe I receive. I, I, I call, I'm whole. And so he walked out of there and apparently his face was still looking the same. Everybody kept trying to tell him what he, you know, maybe he'd get his healing. He said, he said, No, I'm already healed. I'm already healed. Yeah, and, and see, that's the thing. We, we wait to see it before we call it. We can call ourselves healed well, before we see it, because he healed us before we got it. amen and so he you know and I'm, I would probably rip up the rest of the story, but at some point he woke up the next morning and he was healed, and they said, "Well you see we see we you got your healing?" He you said, "Sure I did. I got it last night when right. pastor so- and so prayed for me." He's not doing this to show off. He's doing this to receive what God gave through Jesus Christ. It's ours. Healing is ours. These, These are things that we should be having. Think about Abraham. Abraham, it says in Romans 4, verse 20, Romans 4, 20. He staggered not at the promise of God. In other words, the the promise was made. He said, yep, I believe it. Right? And you know, you can say that, but the next next thing you're going to have to do is prove that what you say is true. Right? It says he didn't stagger at the promise through unbelief, but was strong in faith. What? Faith in what? Faith in the promise. God said it. Not only did He say it, it's a promise. Right? And See, we, we've got we to put our faith in our God. We, we've got to trust if He says something, that's truth. Amen. Amen? There's no other option, there's no other way, that is in fact truth. If, if we'll stick with that, that, that's truth, then we'll always trust Him. So we won't be looking for something else to trust in or a backup. Right? If I'm trusting you, and I go say, Richard, I'm trusting you to take care of this, and then I go over here to Kevin and say, Kevin, I don't know if Richard's trustworthy, so I'm going to need you to back him up. Well, see, I didn't trust Richard. Right. And see, we do that so many times. We, we go and we say, Lord, I trust you, I believe your word, and then we look for every other option yep. to fix the issue. We need to be as matter of truth as Brother Hagin was in so many things. We need to say, this is his word. We need to be like Abraham and not stagger at the promise. Not say it's too big. Not, not say, I can't have it. Or I haven't been good enough. or Fine. The devil, if you just come up with one little bit of excuse, he will give you 12 more just like that Why you shouldn't have it. And, and he'll have you talked out of anything that the Lord would have had for you. But, if we'll refuse to listen to Him, and we'll pull up to the table, we'll realize that everything we ever wanted was right there. God's already provided for it. Amen? It's already ours. We don't have to wait on it. Abraham, he, 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 he didn't stagger at the promise. And in verse 21 he said, And being fully persuaded. When you're fully persuaded, you can't be talked out of it. Fully persuaded faith is very persistent faith. Right. Why? Because the, la- the lady that was getting the healing for her daughter, it was persistence. Why? Because she was fully persuaded that what she was asking for could, could happen. Right? She was asking for it from someone she trusted could get it to her. So much that she didn't care. If, I, don't, I don't even know if she heard him call her a dog. Why? Because she already had a plan. By faith, I'm going to get what I came here to get. I mean, that's one of the few times that Jesus said, Go your way. Basically, He said, Your faith got you what you wanted. It got your will. Amen? Amen? I mean, that's somebody who ain't quitting. That's somebody who ain't quitting. And Abraham, he was so persuaded... That he 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 saw he saw Isaac raised from the dead. Yeah. You know people people act like Abraham was sitting there when God said, "I need you to go sacrifice your son." And Abraham immediately oh, started wringing his hands. Oh my goodness, what am I going to do? And and they're on their way up the hill, and and Isaac says, "Dad, we we got the wood and we got the fire, uh, and we have got the knife, but but you know where's the where's the uh, where's the offering?" And, and, and Abraham, he's like, wow. "No, what?" Abraham responded in faith. Yeah, you know, Brother Moore said this probably in more than one faith school, but no matter what you're going through, no matter what your day holds every day of the week, it's going to require faith responses. Right. It's going to require responses made out of faith. Amen. And in this this statement that Abraham made to Isaac was a faith statement, totally. It was a faith response. He said, the Lord will provide. Yes. The Lord will provide an offering. Right? He did, and you know, people say, well, you know, maybe he saw something, maybe he knew. He didn't know anything. Faith, the neat thing about faith, it doesn't have to understand how God's going to do it. It just believes he will. Why? Because he's God. He cares about you. I don't need to know how He's going to heal you or me. I already know that He's provided for it and He loves us. And out of that compassion, He sent Jesus to pay the full price for everything we would ever need. And in doing so, He he provided healing for our bodies. Fully. And by faith, we can reach into that grace and grab out all the healing you'll ever need amen, you, amen? Yes. and and it's it's we can do it fully persuaded we can do it persistently we can say we're going to have it you're not you're not convincing god he's already convinced you' you're not convinc- you're not you're convincing the devil first of all you're telling him and your own mind because your mind is where the devil likes to play around. Right? He that's where the what ifs and the what abouts and you know what about grandma, she sat on the front row at church every week and she died of this. That has nothing to do with why God heals. God heals because his word says he does. Right? You can believe it because God said he does. Experience is not faith. Right, you can have an experience because of your faith, or you can lose an exp- you can lose a faith experience for your lack of experience. Right? We don't want to do it that way. We we want to get everything that God would ever have for us, and we want to grab hold of it and, and and refuse to let go. Refuse when, when the promise is in there. When you found the promise, we went over this in prayer when we were talking about prayer. Right? When you found the promise in the Word, you grab hold of that promise. You put it in your heart. And you believe it. And, and you, you ask for it. And because you ask for it, you know that He hears you. And because He hears you, you know that you have what you just asked for. Amen. And you receive it. Just like Brother Hagen did with his face. He received healing. He, when did he receive it? When the pastor prayed for him. Not when he woke up and his face was fine the next day. Right Right then. And and see, so many times, healing line, not a healing line, somebody praying for you, you walk away and you wait to see if you're healed. I've done it. Okay, I'm going to go get prayed for, get back to my seat. Mm, I still feel the same. You just lost your healing. Why? Because you got it when you went forward. You lost it when you went backwards. Amen? I remember when we used to work with inner-city kids, and we'd bring them all out on a weekend. I mean, you know, we'd go pick them up from some really, some really troubling places, actually. And uh, we'd bring them all out for a weekend, and, and we'd have all kinds of games and fun, and, we'd, and then we'd present the gospel. And, man, by the end of the day, they're, they're high. I mean, they're, man, they are so happy. You know, life's changed for that moment. And then you've got to take them home. And you don't get to see them for another month. And in that month, they've been drugged back and drugged back. And see, that's, that's why I'm saying we've got to stay, stay keeping our faith in everything that God's provided, encouraged. Faith for healing. Faith for finances. Faith faith to love people better than we've loved them before. Faith to have joy. Faith to have peace. We've got to keep our faith hands so big that anything that comes around that's God, we grab hold of it. That's right. Amen? We're ready to receive. Amen? And and I mean, just like Abraham, he was fully persuaded. He wasn't looking at a timeline at that point. He was fully persuaded that what God said God was going to do, and it was coming to pass. The end. Why? Because he just received. Now, he didn't have Isaac that day, right? But he sure received him, and things started happening. A dead body came to, two dead bodies came to life. Right, bodies that couldn't conceive a child and bodies that couldn't give a child came to life. Why? Because he received what God said and was persuaded, fully persuaded, that he'd have that. Amen. Glory to God. I'm getting, I'm getting strong in faith right now. Thank you, Lord. Look at, uh, look at Mark 10. Mark 10: 10, 52. Or 46, I'm sorry. 46. Fully convinced faith is faith that receives. You know, I was talking to somebody, actually I was talking to my older brother, and he's going in for a procedure. And he was talking about uh, getting in, you know, being in faith before and then, and then the doctor, being a good doctor. And I said, and that's great, and we're glad you got a good doctor, but our, your faith you believe God before you ever walk in there. Yeah. Right? God is who's working in this. Right? Because a lot of people say, well, the doctors, that's not faith. Wrong again. Wrong again. If you're going to the doctor, you need more faith. Right? Right? You need faith. Everything we do is going to require a faith response. There's no such thing as healing that's not from God. That's right. If it, If it's good... If it's truly good and it's in this earth, God put it here. Satan cannot do good. He can't do good hoping that evil will come out of it later. He can't do good. There's no good in him. It's not possible. He literally cannot. It would be like him trying to tell the truth. He just can't. All he can do is open his mouth and the minute he opens, a big fat lie comes out. The minute he opens his mouth. So the minute he tries to do something, it's evil. Why? Because he is. Amen? But God is good. And the minute he does something, it's good. And it's good forever. It doesn't get ungood later. It doesn't, it doesn't get to where you can't get it anymore. It's good forever. Amen? And not only is it good forever, it's ours forever. Amen. And, and so, you know, we don't want to think that just because, you know, well, you know, I know we hear great, great testimonies of people that got healed just like that. And that's great. And I, we've heard great testimonies of people that got healed going through doctors. God still healed them. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. If they didn't know God, they received mercy just now because it was still God. Because he's a good God and he's doing good things. He's helping doctors all over this world today do good things. Right. You know, some of them may think it's them. God gave them that knowledge. God gave them the very breath they're breathing to do that. And, and it's so awesome because some, so many of them these days do know who's giving them their help. Amen? Amen. And so so we don't want to look, we don't we don't want to put this all in one box and say, if it doesn't happen this way, it's not God. If it's good, and something good happened out of it, it's God. Amen. Be fully persuaded that it's God. Amen. And we can be led and know exactly how God's leading us in every situation. You guys, still with me? Where did I tell you to go? Mark ten forty six. And they came to Jericho, and as they were, as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway aside begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, what happened? He heard it was Jesus of Nazareth and he'd heard about Jesus of Nazareth. He he was doing good things and healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. Right? He'd heard about him. And so when he heard it was him, he began to cry out. Well, what happened? His faith that he already had got, got persistent. Why? He was fully persuaded, if I can get to him, I can have my sight. If I can get to Him, I can have my sight. And this is the kind of faith, if you can stay with it, you can have what you're believing for. You can receive what you believe. If you stick with it. You can't go like this and say, and then fall down and lay on the floor for 10 minutes and then go back to your seat and go, Oh, no, I'm still sore. Guess I didn't get it. We've we got to change the way we think because we're human. And, and that's the way you're going to think. Your mind is set up that way. But, but your regenerated spirit through the Holy Spirit knows that God healed you. And, and if you'll step away, for, say, I don't need to feel. I'm healed, just like Brother Hagin did. They laid hands on me, and I'm healed. And that's it. Amen? They prayed with me, and good things are getting ready to happen. I I was short on finances. We joined faith, and we claimed those finances out of the world. says, they're coming in. And and you don't have to go and say, well, yeah, they have to be in. Don't start setting time limits. That's not what God said. He said, believe and receive. Amen? Blind Bartimaeus was sitting there. he He cried out. He said, Jesus, Son of David, knew who he was. Wasn't confused. And he asked for healing. People say, and I asked for mercy. Healing. Every healing that ever happens on the earth today is mercy. It's love. Mercy is love. Healing is love. God is love. Love is happening when healing is happening. Amen? God is in his element when people are being healed. Why? Because His love is reaching down and it's doing what it desired to do when, when Jesus went to the cross and when He rose again. Everything, salvation is happening. And, and one of the best gifts of salvation is coming to pass when healing is happening. Amen? Amen? Right. And, and He's excited about it. Verse 48, And many around Him said, Stop that! And, Bar- and Blind Bartimaeus and said, Oh, I'm so Sorry. Let me, go, let me go back down and sit down and beg. And see, too many people would have done that. And then they'd have said, well, they wouldn't let me go. I wanted to get healed and they wouldn't let me get to Jesus. Guess what? With that attitude, you ain't never getting to Jesus. Right? Because that's not persistence. That's quitter. That's quitter attitude. Quitters ain't getting it. Amen? quitters don't get anything. Why? Because they quit. Right? If you don't pass go, you don't get $200, right? Isn't that what you get for pass and go in Monopoly? Man, it's been a year since I played Monopoly. If you, if you finish the race, you get what you came for. Amen? And, and he didn't say that. He said, he, they, he, they said, hold his peace. And he said, wrong again. What was He being? He was being persistent. Faith is persistence. It, if you know you can have what you came to get, you'll be persistent. We haven't been persistent enough. We we haven't been... To, we, we, we've been... Uh, it, it's an excuse. They prayed for me and I didn't get healed. I've had the best pray for me and I'm still not healed. It, that's an excuse to not be persistent. To To, to not... Continue and dig in and diligently seek Him. Because that's who He's a rewarder of. Those who diligently seek Him. Those who receive and say, I got it now. And, and people look at him like, You're crazy. You don't have it? And they said Yes, I do. Yeah. I got it. Where do you got it at? It's right here. Yeah. It's right here, right where that word came in. When it said He promised and I got it right here, I got it. And you carry it and you keep it. And it comes to pass, why? Because it came to pass when you got prayed for right. amen yes. and, and that 's what we've got we, we cannot we 've got to be persistent like bartimaeus he 's not blind. why? Because he was persistent that's right He knew what he could have, he refused not to have it. He refused to not have it that 's how we got to say it. He refused to not have his sight. Right, keep going. Where was what verse were we on? Yeah, he cried even louder, and he said, "Have mercy on me." Verse, verse forty-nine. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called it, they called the blind man, saying saying unto him, "Be of good comfort; he's calling you." He's, he he wasn't going to quit screaming until he did. Yeah. Right? right? Why? He knew he could have it. Yeah. Better yet, he knew he wanted him to have it. Right? He obviously believed in a good God or he wouldn't have been screaming out for Jesus. He believed in a good God. Amen? Verse 50. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What wilt thou that I should do for you? Huh. I guess Bartimaeus came to the right place at the right time. With the right faith. With the expectation of getting exactly what he came to get. Amen? He came that day to receive his sight. Take his sight. He wasn't taking it from God. He was taking what was his. You know, some people don't like that word take. But sometimes when something's yours, you just walk over and you take it. Right? Right? There's nothing evil about it. It's just it's yours. You know, that's mine. I take it. I'm going to take that right now. It's a good take. There's lots of things we should be taking that we're not. And because we're not taking those things, we're having to take other things. Right? Huh? We start taking some of the things that God has for us, like like Bartimaeus did, then you don't have to take some of those other things. Amen? Why? Because there's healing at the table. He came to the table. He came to the table fully expecting to receive what God had for him. And the blind man said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And what would Jesus say? If you wouldn't have yelled like a fool, I might have done this for you. Here's here's the big thing. Jesus immediately said, go your way. Your faith has made you whole. He didn't say, I healed you. He didn't say, because of who I am, you're healed. It's because he believed in who he was is why he was healed. He believed in what he came to do. He believed in the work of Jesus on the earth. He believed in God the Father. And because of that, he went away and he received his sight. Jesus didn't give him his sight. He received his sight. Amen? It's kind of like the verses where it talks about uh, communion. And it says, and Jesus says, take, eat. This is my body. You know what that word take means? Receive. Receive. Eat. This is my body that was broken for you. And guess guess what that body represents? Healing. Healing. The broken body of Jesus was so that our broken bodies could be healed. Amen? And, and, And he said, come, take, and eat. That's what he's saying at the table. It's, it's going to be Thanksgiving. We, we, should have, we should have our spiritual Thanksgiving dinner before we have our physical one. Amen. Right? And we should take and eat. We should take and eat the healing. Take and eat the peace. Take and eat every good thing that he has spread out for you. What is it that you need? It's on there. You, you know, if it's not there, he's got it in the oven Ask for it. Right, And He'll bring it right out to the table. It doesn't matter what we need. It's provided for through His love, through His grace, and received by our faith. Amen? And all these things, just like the blind Bartimaeus, just like the woman with the daughter, just like Abraham, if we'll persistently pursue and diligently seek and come to God, because there's only one way to come to God. There's only one way to draw near to God. It says you can't please God without faith because it takes faith to come to Him to believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. That's right. Amen? Those who come to God must believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. When you come to the table, you've got to believe in who He is. You've got to believe in who He's made you to be. You've got to believe that you're a son. Amen? No matter where you've been, no matter how far off you've been, or no matter how confused you've been, whichever son you are, whether you're the prodigal son out there in the world or whether you're the son that doesn't know who he is, you both are invited to the table. Amen? And it's all there spread out for us. And there's not one, all your enemies can do is sit and watch you be healed. They can only sit and watch you prosper. They can only sit and watch you receive from the Father. And we don't have to back away until we've got everything that God desires for us. Amen? Get what you desired and then say, okay, God, what am I still missing? And he said, you need some of this, son. Take some of this with you. And here, pack some of this up. You're going to need it tomorrow. Amen. And and here, let me let me make you a doggy bed. You guys went to grandma's house, right? You never just left with what you ate. Right? No, 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 no. No, my granny, you not only left with what you ate, but everything extra in the bag. And here, here, take this home. You'll eat it tomorrow. No, we're full. You won't be tomorrow. And that's what God's saying. We we step up and we get the one thing God says. We say, we're full. And He says, you won't be tomorrow. Take this. Come back. Come back. There's more. Amen? Stand up on your feet. Thank You, Lord. Let's receive from the table tonight. Let's receive from our Father God. Let's not leave here and go through the whole week and, and be miserable at our, at our in-laws or outlaws or, or parents, whatever you call them. Let's, not, let's leave here full Full of healing, full of peace, full of joy, full of love, full of everything that God would have us to have. And then let's take our doggy bags too. Amen? Amen? You guys got a song? Let's sing first. Thank you.